Hello, my sisters. Welcome to another wonderful episode of the When Marriage Hearts podcast. My name is Ola Davis, and I'm your host. And this is episode number 50. Can you believe it? It's episode number 50. Um, if you've been listening to the podcast since February of 2022, which is when I actually released the um, the first three episodes. And you're still here. I really want to say thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for even allowing me into your space to chat and talk about marriage. Um, it's, it's a privilege that I do not... Um, that I do not take for granted. And if you haven't been here for that long, that's fine too. You're here listening to this episode today. And I want you to know that I appreciate you. I appreciate when you send me messages over social media. When you reach out to me to let me know that this podcast is helping. And um, I'll let you in on a secret, okay? I'll just mention this real quick. When I started this podcast about a year ago, or a little over a year ago, um, I was scared to death. <laughs> I know you would, you probably would never, um, you probably would never believe that because I sound like all strong and confident on the podcast, but. It's taking me a while to get to where I'm at now. Um, so when I think back to that time where I was really scared of telling my story, even though I know, I, I mean, even though on the podcast I don't use my ex's last name, like I don't use my married name, which was deliberate, of course, but I was still somehow scared and sometimes people who have not experienced abuse don't understand that like what are you scared of you think your husband's gonna do what exactly I, I i wasn't sure what i was scared of i just knew i was scared of actually going public and sharing my story with people and i recorded episodes of the podcast and I just didn't, I just didn't release it. And I kept telling God, you know what, maybe when the divorce is final, maybe I'll release this episode. Um, but I kept, I kept feeling this, this um, nudge from the Holy Spirit to just trust God and go ahead and release it. And that uh, it's really not about me. It's about you know, the hundreds of women that are going to be helped by this. So that was what helped me get over that fear of telling my story. You know, knowing that it's not about me, it's about the people that are going to be helped by this. So I held it back for weeks and weeks. And then in February, because I, re I started recording episodes as early as right after my separation maybe in november of 2021 
but I didn't actually, the, the episodes did not go live until February of 2022. Anyway, so I say, I just shared all of that with you for you to know that everyone feels scared when it comes to living an abusive relationship. It's not, it's not just you. It's not, it's not, in fact, if a person doesn't feel some level of fear or dread in living, you know, I would wonder if they were really being abused. So if you feel that way, I just want you to know that I felt that way once too. I felt that way about releasing this episode. And now we're talking about episode number 50. So I'm glad that I'm still here. I'm glad that you're here with me. I'm glad that you're finding the podcast helpful. Um, Yeah, so that was a really long intro. (laughs) It's episode number 50. And this one, I just want to share with you. So on the last episode, I, I, I... told you that I had gone on a vacation to Mexico. It was a super short vacation, by the way. I was there for maybe all of three days. Um, so I want to talk more about that on today's episode. I was in Cancun, Mexico. I had fun. I did. I was able to do stuff that I had always wanted to try, but I mean, when you're busy surviving abuse, going on a vacation is is not a priority celebrating birthday it's i I don't know about you but my birthdays haven't been a thing in years it wasn't something that was celebrated in my marriage It, it just wasn't a priority sadly um but this year i i wanted to celebrate my birthday but not with a party, not with inviting people over and have to cater to meals and stuff. No, I wanted it to be a celebration of myself for myself. So that was why I went on this trip to Mexico. It was the reason that I went all out to do a photo shoot. Um... And anyway, so what I want to talk about on today's episode is the fact that I had a couple of people ask me why I went on vacation by myself. I think, I I didn't think it was odd, but apparently there are people that think it's kind of odd to go on vacation by yourself. Because even if you don't have a spouse, they feel like you should go with a friend or something like that, or a sibling if you have a sibling. And, you know, people ask me that and I I was just like, well, I just wanted to go on this one by myself, blah, blah, blah. But when I had time to reflect on the questions, I'm telling you, I think the most sincere response that I could think of, which I never actually gave to anyone, but what really came to my mind was, well, I decided to go on a vacation because guess what? I'm a grown-ass woman. 
was able to book a hotel room and book a flight to Mexico all by herself. Like, you can do that as an adult. Once you are of age, you can book a hotel room and you can book a flight to wherever. Like, there's just this... (laughs) If a man were to go on a vacation by himself, I don't think anyone would, you know, ask him such questions. But there's this thing about us as women that we're still looked upon. And I'm not trying to accuse people that are asking me this innocent question, right? But I'm just talking generally. We're looked upon like almost children, especially when religion is in the mix. You know, the whole thing with patriarchy, where women are looked upon kind of like children. So, I don't know, maybe I was thinking too deep into that question, but it's something that I I am... I want to attempt to dissect on today's episode. One reason that I thought it was good for me to go on a solo vacation is that I wanted to enjoy my own company again. I wanted to be very comfortable being by myself. And you might think to yourself, well, Ola, now that you're divorced, And it's just you and your kids. Aren't you by yourself? No, not really. I always have my kids with me. (laughs) I'm a single mom. I always have my kids with me. I'm always taking care of my kids. I'm always, even, even on a day where if I'm off work and my kids are in school, you know, mentally, I'm still taking care of my kids. So I'm never really by myself. Yes, I don't have a spouse, but I always have my kids with me. When I went on the solo vacation, the kids stayed with their cousins, and it was just me. And for three days, it was just me. There were no, there was nothing to distract me from myself. I think that's a good way to put it. There was nothing to... Because as moms, sometimes, especially when we're in survival mode, and if our kids are still young, even when our kids are grown and having families of their own, we sometimes use caring for our children as a distraction from ourselves, as a distraction to just be with ourselves. For those three days that I was away, there was nothing to distract me from myself. I slept in the hotel room by myself and woke up there alone as well. (laughs) Yeah, I did some fun activities, but I did those things that I did. I enjoyed doing them by myself. There wasn't a moment where I was like, oh, I wish I had such and such friend so that we could share this memory. No, I wanted to have the memory for myself. You know, subsequent times, if my friends are game, we could go on vacation together, right? But I wanted this to be just me, by myself, for me. And the reason why that was important to me is because I cast my mind back to when I started dating my ex-husband right out of college. 
one of the reasons that I think I jumped into that relationship so quick was because I was sick and tired of being alone. Mind you, I was still pretty young. I was, um, how old was I then? I was maybe 22. Yeah, 22, 23 when I started dating him. And for some weird reason, I had this fear that I was going to end up alone. Because at age 22, I'd never had a boyfriend. So I'm thinking to myself, what if I still don't have a boyfriend well into my 30s? Like I just started having this, this unrealistic, strange fears. What if I never have a boyfriend? What if I have a really hard time finding a husband? And then this guy comes along. So I think I felt like I was in love and everything. But I think I might not have been too quick to jump into that relationship if I wasn't scared of being ending up alone. So that's one of the reasons why now I want to make sure that's not a fear. That's not a thing for me anymore. You know, I want to be in a place where if I never remarry, if I never get married again, I can still live a fulfilling life. I can still, I can still be joyful. I can still have a happy life. I can still live a full life and have, and be content and, and have a sense of fulfillment and satisfaction as a single woman. Because I feel like if I don't have that, there's nothing stopping me from jumping into another abusive relationship. The fact that you've learned some things about abuse and you've you can now maybe recognize patterns and whatnot does not necessarily mean that you are immune from getting involved with another abuser. Ladies, that's why it's important for us to heal because separation or divorce does not does not heal you you know it's not it's not an antidote in itself to healing all the abuse that you've suffered over the years or for however long you were married it's just the first step okay so yeah that's why it was really important for me to to go on this trip by myself to feel comfortable in my own skin, feel comfortable in my own space, feel comfortable in the company of myself. I know this is probably sounding weird for some of you, but I know there are people that can also relate. For some of us, we, we've never, we, some of us never really had a chance to be alone. Now I had a chance to live by myself before I got married. But for some of us, we were just still living with our parents and then we get engaged to a guy and straight, you know, just moving with the guy. And I have heard from women in their, in their fifties and sixties who have never lived by themselves before. Because they married, you know, either they married so young or they were still living with their parents when they got married. 
and just the whole thing of being alone or even living alone kind of terrifies them not in the sense of thinking that maybe someone's gonna attack you in your own apartment or that you're not safe it's just this feeling of oh now i'm gonna be by myself so that whole thing of fear of either being alone or living alone it's kind of intertwined i think and i just didn't want to have that anymore um another reason is i'm of the opinion that when if i'm able to live a full life all by myself then having someone inviting someone into that life is an option it's not something that is of um some necessity if that makes sense to you so like i was on social media the other day and i heard i heard a pastor say something that was fascinating it was like some of you are praying to god for a life partner but you don't even have a life yet and i was like wow that is fresh <laughs> you know and i had to i had to like take some time to think about that like really there is some sense in that you know for people who want a life partner anyway it's important that you have a life so if i'm not able to like have a life if i'm not able to enjoy my own company if i'm waiting for if i'm always waiting for a friend or a boyfriend or or a, a spouse or something to go on a vacation then there's something missing and there's something lacking so anyways i think that's that's what this episode is all about <laughs> i'll think of a title but i hope that you're i might not be articulating this the best way possible but i hope you're getting my point there is this there could be an underlying fear of being alone some of you are listening to me right now and you you know your anger about living an abusive marriage isn't so much finances or even a career and i mean there are people who have those kind of barriers but for some women they that's not the main barrier the main barrier for them is that there's this fear of being alone and when i say fear of being alone i'm not just talking about being alone and not having a spouse i'm also referring to being alone because you fear that you're going to lose some friends you fear that maybe you're the kind of person that 95% of your friends are friends from church and you feel like you saying you no longer want to be married to an abuser could mean the loss of those friendships so when i say fear of being alone i'm not just talking about your spouse i'm talking about 
other relationships that are important to you. For some of us, it's that we know that our family of origin would never support us getting a divorce. And that makes us feel stuck. And we we know for a fact that we're going to be like ostracized and whatnot. And practically kicked out of the family. And that in itself can feel more scary than leaving the abuser. But ladies, we have to get to a point where we, I mean, we would still feel bad about it. Nobody wants to be abandoned. But you can get to a place where you can truly look at yourself in the mirror and say, it doesn't matter. It's going to hurt, but it doesn't matter who deserts me now. As long as God is with me, as long as I have that promise for Jesus from Jesus that says he will never leave me nor forsake me. Because Jesus never said he would never leave you nor forsake you so long as you fit into the norm or you make everybody happy. No, he just said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And that has to be enough for us. It has to be. Because if that isn't enough for you, you will find that you would begin to make important decisions in your life based on what people think based on how many people are going to be happy with that decision and we know that's not going to do us any good but when we get to a point where we're like you know what i love my friends i love my family of origin you know i love these people but if they want to desert me because i'm taking this important stance that's fine with me. I'm still standing with Jesus. That's all that matters. When we get to that point, I'm telling you, when you get to that point, the enemy has nothing on you. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be difficult. Some relationships are going to change. You would want to find distractions that could distract you from the fact that you're by yourself. It's going to feel weird and strange. But there's a strength that develops that comes from that that you're going to find useful. As you continue on this healing journey. So sisters, don't be feared of, don't be, don't be. Um, what am I saying? I think I'm, I'm getting a little tired, so I'm just using the wrong English words. (laughs) But what I was going to say is don't be scared of being alone. The fear of being alone or being abandoned can make you make wrong decisions. It can put you in a situation where people... You know, it puts you in a situation where you're easy to manipulate because you are now desperate and you will do whatever just to make sure that you keep certain people in your life. 
to begin to cultivate the should I say the discipline or the habit of enjoying your own company not always feeling like you have to feel the space you have to feel the silence with something so I hope that helps somebody um for those of you that have been sending messages to me on social media thank you thank you thank you um if you've never uh visited us on social media and don't even know where to find us on social media we're on instagram at when marriage hurts we're on facebook it's a private facebook group called when marriage hurts you can send me a direct message you can post directly on the group you can post anonymously just reach out to me one way or another let me know if the podcast is helping and one other important thing that i would like to hear from you ladies is topic that you would like discussed on the podcast i think that would really really help if there's if there's something that you would want to hear on the podcast that you've never really heard but you would think it would help you or help a lot of other people please let me know let me know and i'll you know consider it um i hope you have a wonderful wonderful week ahead um and remember what the words of jesus he said he will never leave you nor forsake you have a wonderful week sisters. <laughs>